Hey everyone and welcome to the Just Chatting podcast, a podcast discussing all things fitness, well-being and mindset, hosted by yours truly, Jessica Banhan. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Jess Channing podcast. I am joined by a very special guest, um, a lovely girl from, I would say just down the road technically is where you'd be from. Um, But um, yeah, I'm just really, really excited to kind of get this conversation going. Um, And that is with the incredible uh, Grania Gibson. Grania, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much for having me on. It's my first ever guest appearance. So this is exciting and nerve First ever guest appearance. So will this look, it'll be very, very exciting. I probably won't try and throw you into the deep end. But, um, you know, Grony and I were actually having that conversation um, off air just before we clicked record. And, you know, kind of talking about like, you know, like, um, oh my God, I've actually lost my train of thought now. Oh my God, what we're talking about. Um, yeah, just being obviously like the first guest and kind of like saying like, you know, where the conversation goes. And I yeah. think, look, we're like all previous episodes we're just going to take it as it comes I think like you know some of the best conversations just happen naturally and as you guys know from previous episodes that's kind of how I like to do things well and kind of seeing um how they go but Gronia for anyone that doesn't know who you are I'd love you to just quickly introduce uh yourself um and what you do okay um I'll try to keep this brief so my name's Gronia I also have my own coaching business coached by G and that I set up about a year and a half ago now so during the first lockdown in 2020 um I also am a teaching assistant in the University of Limerick where I did my undergrad and my master's last year so kind of like a Hannah Montana kind of style thing where I'm doing the two um but yeah it's kind of simple out so I'm doing coaching myself um like we were saying as well off air, a very similar approach to coaching um, as yourself and like what we kind of try and do with coaching, very kind of mindset based as well. Um, but yeah, kind of simple. So coach, TA, education, very different to what I'm <laughs> to, to coaching. So kind of doing the two at the same time, but I do enjoy both. So yeah, that's kind of as brief, I think, before I bore people. Yeah, no, no, it's definitely, I think like the, the drive you have for your age as well, because, you know, like, you're 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 very young so to be able to achieve like all that as well um like to be doing like like I know when I was doing my when I started coaching and I was in my full-time job like I couldn't hack it I was just like nope can't do it need to quit the job like I quit it and just decided to go full-time coaching and you know that was back in January when I made that decision actually was January of this year so like for you to actually be doing both you know a job um as well as coaching is completely like admirable as well. And, you know, like you just, it's, it's amazing that you can kind of have like the balance of both, but also be able to enjoy both as well. I think that's kind of like, it's very important that like whatever you do in life, just to um enjoy it. And I suppose like with wanting to start coach by D, like what kind of brought you into that? Like what kind of made you, I suppose like want to study, become personal training and what kind of made you kind of drawn to the idea of being a coach? Honestly, I think it was pure accident. Like I... <laughs> I did my so I got a coach back in 2018 um Ross of the Muscle Mentors which I'm sure um you know of and obviously learning from him I just kind of got that drive of wanting to learn more and um I was going to Dublin for workplace for college placement so like an internship for the summer and I just said you know what why not just like get my PT qualification while I'm there I was like I'll be bored in the evenings from work like I won't have anything to do um so I really just signed up to do the course and it wasn't with the intention of being a PT or being a coach I just wanted to to learn um 
and then yeah I went back into into final year of college I again I didn't really do anything with it because I was so zoned in on, on college and you know I wasn't going to be driving in in and out of home trying to do PT so I just kind of parked it um but then as the year progressed I was like no I really want to start this I, I really do want to coach um and I got experience on like an eight-week program, um, which you probably know of like Matt Cooney's program. Mm-hmm. And that kind of drove me on a little bit more. So I started the summer of 2020 and I just re- like, I really enjoy it. Like you do get into it so much in terms of like, you just have one person, you see them, them get on really well and it just spurs you on to keep going. But yeah, I think it was kind of by accident. Like you couldn't, I couldn't have said to you five years ago that this is what I want to do because I had barely stepped in a gym five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had no idea. Like it was, you know, I was, I didn't even join, I wasn't even part of a gym when I started college, let alone wanting to be a, be a coach or a trainer. So yeah, but I, I do love it. And I think, you know, what you were saying about moving from your job and transitioning into, into coaching, I think that you had that chance to be in your job for a long time and see, did you love it or not? So you kind of still experienced that job and you gave your chance yourself a chance to do something else. And then you also did coaching and you realized which one you preferred more. Whereas I'm kind of in that stage now of doing both and seeing, is there one that's going to drag me, I suppose, more towards one end. And I think that's something that I'd, I'd always advise people to do is actually juggle different things at the same time and see which one pulled you in one direction so that you've actually tried different things before you set yourself in stone into one because you never know how much you're capable of and how much things you enjoy and like that I do love teaching I love what I'm doing and I also love coaching so it's kind of at the moment it's not really a balance but kind of a balance (laughs) am I not really yeah no but look I think like everyone is so different. I feel like, you know, there's so many people that can kind of do both for some length of period. And I think like, like that you, you are doing coaching and like, like even when you were doing like your masters and everything, like you were able to balance all that. Whereas like for me, I was able to do the PT course while I was doing my nine to five job. But just when it came to coaching, like, you know, because it was my own business, I felt I couldn't do it. I couldn't give my all to both. And I was like, something has to sacrifice here and but again I could see where my energy was drawn and again it's an interesting process now for you to kind of I suppose that you will get to learn about that you kind of see again where your energy is being drawn to each day kind of like okay what do I feel more satisfaction from I think yeah 100% is something that people do need to go through to really understand like where their core I suppose like values lie maybe not even core values but I suppose where they're like what lights your soul on fire I'm a firm believer of that like so um but again very similar to you I would not have anticipated five years ago that I would be doing what I do now I thought I'd be in marketing for the rest of my life I thought marketing was the be all and end all and uh yeah like no I like I do marketing now because I have to do (laughs) to market my business but that's about it I don't I don't do for anyone else um but yeah look it's a very interesting process and um I suppose like when you start to coach by G2 again kind of this was like go into the the aspect of the people that you work with and kind of like yeah. your values as a coach as well like do you think when you started coach by G that your values have still remained the same or like I suppose like did you when you started coach by G did you were kind of like this is my target audience this is who I'm going to help or was it kind of like let's be open and see where the journey goes with it to be honest I think everybody starts with just 
take everyone and see how you get on. And I think it's from there you start to really find your target because when you start, you don't really have a target audience. You see who's going to come to you and what happens. But I think the more you coach, you start to be like, I really enjoy coaching these people and you know, going through this type of process. So like some coaches really just dig into like the physique side of things. Then you have more kind of mindset based coaches. And I think I always did have the value of kind of this, this compassionate side coaching, because I've always had a coach like that. And I've always had Ross who always put like your health, your first. And I seen so many people, you know, having complete opposite experiences and just being so blown away and just even even saying to him like I can't believe people have actually had such awful times with coaches and I've just never had that and I was like I never want people to experience that so I think that was always in in the fore of my mind but again I just think like realistically when someone starts coaching they just want to see someone click their link and they want to see someone sign up I I don't think that's bad in any shape or form you're gonna work with as many different people from all ages all spectrums but then you'll probably kind of narrow down. And I think it actually narrows down without you trying to narrow it down. Like you might have found it yourself, but you know, I find that more so girls around my age are coming to me. And yeah, I do have some mammies and that and that as well, which I love and I actually really adore. But I do have like the girls that are also like in college or we're going through at the same time as me. And I suppose people who just you you know and that you know they're going through a similar thing to you so that you just kind of gel on that level um but yeah I think the niche is more it's it's female I'd say you know really dominated and um Mm -hmm. you know it's it's not so much as I still have a lot of people that are you know really focused on body composition but then I have other people where that is the furthest thing that they want or not really their core values right now and I think that's why sometimes you know when you have like get questions on Instagram of like how would you approach this or how would you do this and there's been debates before and like should you calorie bank or should you not and it's like people going at each other like no my god that's so unhelpful and you're like no because I mean two different people could have two different approaches um and it's so hard to get that across sometimes so I think I have a mixed bag but it kind of comes back to probably being female and um younger but I presume as I get older it's going to grow with me as well and it's kind of going to keep molding I suppose as, as, as time goes on but um it's probably a different target that I have now compared to a year and a half ago, but only because I've grown as well and I've realized what type of coach I am. And, you know, you're probably going to keep finding this yourself as well, or you have done already that you're like, this is what I get a buzz from. And this is what I love. For some people, it might be more like physique related. For some people, it might be more mindset related. And then your drive kind of pushes on who you start to attract. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think like you kind of learn that as you said, like you, over, as you said, like, it's not like one day you're kind of like, you know, six months later, you're like, oh, bang, perfect. This is actually who my audience is. It's kind of like you start to realize who, who the people that, that come to you, that's when you kind of see, okay, this is the, these are the people I'm kind of obviously drawing to me. You'll see the similar, you know, perhaps like, um, reason like you know like one of the biggest things I always ask a client to when they're filling in an application is like their why and it's always interesting to look at their why um behind everything um because I'm a firm believer that everyone knows that I'm if if if, they're, if it's not a good enough why I'm like there's no point to trying to to pursue with a goal um but yeah like definitely like like again I'd be very similar to that in terms of 
it kind of just happened and even yeah. like the way, even the way you're marketing as well like you just kind of put out the information that you're kind of like based on like the audience based the people that you're following and stuff as well because I think you're like even now we're trying to be so careful of what we put up and it's it's petrifying um like <laughs> it's all a hundred percent like it's 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 come to a stage where you're like can I post that will that cause controversy like everything has to be taken so bloody negative and I'm like Jesus but um yeah I feel very similar to, to yourself like I I definitely didn't have a specific audience I was kind of like do you want to help anyone like that was kind of like yeah. anyone that wants to work with me I'm um, naturally I was females were more drawn to me and then kind of as time went on and you know I'm like I'm working with males now as well which is quite exciting as well um to kind of like again learn that kind of um learn that side of things as well um and how the male uh body works as well a little bit more but um yeah females again and some of them like yourself some of them are very body composition wise some people are like I just want to kind of bit of routine want a bit of accountability that's kind of all I'm looking for like because again like you know last week I did my first ever photo shoot um prep for a client which was petrifying and I was so scared but I never thought I'd be able to do it like because when I started I was kind of like don't think that's for me I'm gonna leave I was like oh I'll leave that to the big guys I'll leave that to the bigger people um that was my mindset with it and then once my client said said it to me I was like okay let's just figure this out and we did it and she was proud and you know happy and everything like that and again that she's just a long-term client she's with me pretty much since the very start so Mm -hmm. again like I'm still figuring out like my niche and I think like I'll be doing a bit of both as well um or like you know a bit of like you know lifestyle client as well um but also maybe clients I want to do a photo shoot I don't know I'm, I, I suppose like it's something that I'm still learning if that if I want to do that um but like it, it is what it is like you kind of just see what how you're uh how the path goes and kind of be open to be open to that as well um but um in terms of then obviously like look the people that you've you've been drawn to the moment like I think um something that you kind of brought up is like the bad experiences people have with coaches and obviously like you know it's a very positive space here so we don't want to bring the mood down as such but like with the bad experiences like how because obviously a lot of that is their mindset they've been driven to the point where like you know because I'm I'm I have the conversations with people on consultation calls and they'd be like oh ex-client told me or ex-coach told me I had to do this or ex-client said like it has to be this and I'm like oh sweet Jesus like how are people not educated like in these certain circumstances so how when a client comes to you and has an unfortunate bad experience whatever the case might be like how how do you go about that I don't know like obviously this is probably a broad question based on their experience as well but obviously I know this is something you've talked about in your stories over the last while because something that I'm kind of seeing and I'm like oh okay so I'm not the only coach that's kind of getting these kind of like conversations with people would that be about the unqualified kind of thingy that I've put up before but was it no, do you remember uh it was when you were doing the car talk it was like a few weeks oh, oh I think it was oh I think it could have been maybe progress photos or the progress photos I think yeah um in that one yeah like again I feel like as well it's one thing that a reason that I even wanted to do my own podcast was I felt almost starting to get scared about talking on Instagram because there was always like that thought in the back of your mind like someone's going to reply to this and completely spin your words and Mm. it's like oh do you know what I can't be arsed with having these conversations with people because it's so pointless but with the I suppose clients that have had maybe a not so positive experience um I think step one swallow your anger <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like internalize that for a few minutes and then just yell afterwards to the screen um 
but I think a key thing is I suppose like just trying to make them feel comfortable about coming to you because it's definitely not easy to sign up with someone else and and believe that someone else is going to do something completely different and really actually help you because I'm sure when they first went to a different coach like it was all sunshine and roses in the garden said to them as well like this is going to be an amazing experience um but as well I think sometimes there was a lack between previous coaches as well of that communication and of actually feeling listened to and I think that's something that a lot of people have lacked in their in getting coaching or from their coaches actually just being listened to like something as simple as one girl saying you know I told my coach I was hungry and she kept my calories low you know that's just something that you know yes your client may have said look they want fat loss but if they're also complaining or saying that like I'm hungry give them more food because otherwise they're going to go completely further away from the fat loss goal and go a million steps backwards and also resent you for what you're doing um I think a lot of it is is building up trust um a lot of it is going to be kind of pulling them back in to be like you know what no fat loss isn't this detrimental goal and it's not going to have these negative consequences on you you're not going to finish it feeling like crap I'm not going to diet you down to starvation or have you in the gym seven days a week it's I think a lot of it has been just trying to reinforce them like that I will promise them that like I will help them and not in a bad way and I I always actually kind of nearly disclaim to clients that I say to them like look I'm never going to do something that sacrifices your health so if you tell me that something is really wrong or if you're not in a good way and you do say it, like I'll pull the plug on whatever we're doing. And I'm like, if you want to go to the ringer with something, I know plenty of people out there that will do that with you. And there's plenty of coaches that will go to the absolute depths and they don't care. And I was like, you can fire away with them. I don't mind. Like if a client ever left me, I think because they said that I didn't push them enough or into like a, a deep enough space, I'd probably be like, to be honest, it's a great le- reason to leave happy with that like you know but um yeah I suppose just having previous bad experiences it's picking up probably as well on what the main things were mm-hmm. if it was food or, or like diet wise or a lot of cardio or something like that like kind of pulling those things and reinforcing all of the time like no I promise it's you know it's okay to eat more it's not going to be a bad thing or I promise that you know d- doing doing less cardio isn't going to negatively affect you um you know because I think a lot of it is just scaredness you know it's it's mm-hmm feeling like you're you're also gonna that you know we're also gonna let them down again and they're gonna also go through spending all of this money again for no reason and end up back at square one so yeah I think I think a lot of it is trust and I I think that you know maybe in a cliche way but that's a coach client relationship like if they don't trust you then that's completely broken and unfortunately I'd say there's a lot of people who might listen to podcasts now and just go for Instagram as their source of information because they've had so much broken trust from previous coaches or trainers and they're just afraid to reach out again um which is really sad but um yeah I think I don't know how you maybe would go about it but yeah I'd probably just say pick up mainly on where they feel like they've been maybe let down the most if there has been a lot of like heavy restriction then trying to remove that like removing the bad good thinking removing the cheat meals removing the low high days things like that and just Mm. flatlining it and I think as well removing so much spending some time away from dieting or away from that kind of thing and just being like look take a break you know go back to maintenance for a long period of time until you can kind of show me that you're not in that really negative headspace anymore and that you can handle something like dieting because 
again, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be something that is dreaded or miserable. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's just sad that for some people, it, it, that's exactly how they think of it. They think it is rabbit food and like running the roads, like there's no tomorrow. So yeah, I think that answered the question, but I'm back to it. Yeah, no, it, no, it did. I think like it's, I think the one word I would use to describe that situation is when a client comes or a prospective client will come to you and say, look, this is what happened to me. The one word I would use to describe it is heartbreaking. It's actually heartbreaking because like I remember when, like, when I first started and I suppose like I wear my heart on my sleeve and I suppose like my clients, like I adore them dearly. Um, You know, as professional as I am, I do wear my heart on my sleeve. So like, when someone is being that kind of vulnerable, you like, you know, you need to kind of be compassionate with them. So I am very an empathetic person. So definitely when I started, like I didn't know how to deal with it because like it was just kind of like, I don't know how, like, I was like, I know I can help them. I was like, I can, and I said, I'll say to them, I'm like, I'm going to do everything in my power to help you. Um, But again, one of those big words that you just said is trust. Like, I think like you need to trust in your coach. And, you know, like, like, as you said, like, do you have those coaches who will, who will make you go to like the deep, deep ends of it? But it's kind of like, you need to realize where your values lie. um, Because, it's just like you don't want like I, I see some coaches and obviously I, I again this is positive space I don't want to get negative about it but like I think when people like whether it's people want to be a coach by you or coach by me I think please do your research like mm-hmm. don't be driven by the progress photos yeah, like yeah. I think that's what a lot of people are now driven by and unfortunately as I said like as we talked about if, if it were I mentioned a few minutes ago is that we now we're trying to be very cautious of what we post online um like for example um I have photos from my photo shoot from last year that I will probably never post because it's actually going to trigger someone like it because yeah. of how lean I got again I was doing a photo shoot and as you know from yourself um yeah. doing a photo shoot practically like you know the 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 things that we you know have to do to ex- to go through our experience but like it's like every time I nearly want every time I have an, what I think is an incredible post I post it I'm like I like try and like hold my breath and I'm like oh my god how is how's this going to go who's going to send this around be like oh see what I suggested like what what she posted whatever so like it's so hard to be you know um you're always trying to be so careful of what we post now as well but I think like if anyone is listening and is kind of curious about like you know is looking for a coach and like I was supposed to realize that there are some nice people out there like myself and Gronia that that will look after you hopefully but again just do your research um because I think that's what a lot of people don't do a lot of people will go onto Instagram be like oh la da 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 oh cool they have loads of people who were just really really lean that's the person I need need to be like I think again people think fitness is fat loss and I'm like it's actually a bit more to that like what about enjoying exercise like what about like what happened to like what happened to fitness like why couldn't like fitness just be about actually enjoying to you know exercise feeling endorphins like I, I, I just don't know why everything's so fat loss driven it's just like in our faces all the time so um but yeah, I don't know that's, that's know. an interesting one as well because when you you know I'd kind of put the a similar thing with clients and that well I'd always ask what are your main goals um when it kind of comes to it just to like narrow it down and be like what do you want from this and something that comes up like majority of the time is like fat loss and standard goal really normal for people to put down and then sometimes I've asked them you know I've kind of been like why (laughs) why fat loss and some people will have an answer like that and they'll know why and then other people just look at you as in like because isn't that the goal everybody has and it's like no do you actually want to lose fat or do you think that that's what you have to do to have a coach 
is that the only like it because that's not the case you know and like you said it can just be enjoyment and it can just be because you want to get a bit healthier and you want to feel a bit fitter um and like that with the like the photo shoot pictures it is a hard one because when you go to post them like in your head you're just thinking oh do you know what I was just so proud of that day and like felt really good that day or this was just after a week of feeling like absolute crap and someone else will comment being like you know oh my god wow I want I like I want that or you look amazing and then you're like oh crap someone's looking at the abs thinking this is something that I got overnight when it's like no that was hours of cardio later that was and I, I suppose the good thing is that we know that like we know what you have to do to see ab definition and lines but it is skewed I think the fat loss goal is people just think that they need to have it or that's the only way that you can be happy and it's so not and I think that's something that I've had to even like say again and again as a coach people like or you don't need fat loss like they'll write it down and I'll be looking at their start point like no (laughs) like I can't diet you because it has no purpose you're already really lean like it would genuinely not in any way shape or form help but it is just that thought of like, but everybody else is dieting right now. So I should kind of similar to everyone diets at summer and everybody gains in the winter. And it's like, do you need to follow that trend? No, you don't. And I think a lot of it is kind of knock through people because you're aware as well, like all of your clients are on Instagram. They all follow these people and the exact same people as well. That will be kind of top to bottom. You'll know them off by heart. And you're like, okay, just take a step back for a second and remove yourself from living in that person's life and their stories and try focus on you because I think people are losing that quite a lot and trying to base their progress off what others are achieving and that's also quite sad 100% I think I think you kind of answered it just there but I'm gonna go say it again because maybe something else will come out as well like for anyone that's kind of feels like they're in that bubble now because obviously today's the first of December sorry if everyone that's wondering when we're actually recording this on the first of December so hey just in case it's good it's probably it's gonna it's gonna go out at a later date but obviously everyone's like today it's like oh everyone thinks it's Christmas and whatever so like I know a lot of people are like probably already thinking that mindset what well, Jesus like should January's come and have to lose body fat or whatever so like if any for anyone that might be listening right now like what advice would you give them in terms of like if they're already thinking about I'm gonna start in January what would you, what advice would you give someone if they're gonna wait until January to start so to start be it losing body fat or whatever the goal might be you're just self-sabotaging mm. to be honest nice. I think it's it's not that you can't start now I mean some people might be in a very hectic time of the year but like I just it's one of those things where it's not about saying you know the time argument and stuff like that but it's just you're constantly shoving it out because January the first will come and half the half the population will be hung over So they're probably not going to be in the gym and they're probably going to be having like a second Christmas dinner on January the 1st. So it's like, okay, so you're not starting January the 1st. And then you're like, I'll just leave till next week. And then that week is never going to happen. So it's like, I think, I think the whole kind of people being afraid to start in December. And if this is somebody that's listening, it's that you've probably already set your expectations up here for what January is going to be. And you've already said like, oh yeah, in January, I'm going to lose X amount, gain this much muscle, this much strength. And you've set the bar incredibly high for January when you could just bring it right back down to basics and be like, well, could you actually put half an hour more sleep at night? Could you drink a liter more water? Could you have an extra piece of fruit in the day? 
Could you walk outside for 15 minutes? And people neglect all those things because nobody wants to talk about walking and vitamin D and actually eating a vegetable. And like a lot of people actually could implement those things now for the month of December, even just sign up to the gym and go twice a week and already have some sort of routine. So they're not going into January like headless chickens. And, you know, you know, that's why you're, you're, you'll see people who are actually taking a step in December and signing up to coaching and trying to start. And it's like, you know what? Amazing. Because at least you're understanding that, okay, there mightn't be as much fat loss in December as the other parts of the year. And that's fine. But those people who are like, you know what? That's okay. Because I can work on all these other things. Those are the people who actually do, I believe, want to change the people who keep holding it off are probably maybe a little bit more hesitant to actually setting a goal because they know then that it's locked in and they have to do it because if you get a coach that's locked in you know we can't do it for them like and you probably had these thought processes in your head before like I can't do it for you you have to do it um but I would say like anyone who's just saying like oh I'll start in January will you actually or are you just kind of not wanting to commit right now even to the most basic of things. And I think it's just the standards people set themselves as well these days. Like they expect to start and just have everything at the click of their fingers and to already have like this transformation photo on Instagram within the first two weeks. Whereas, you know, if that's, that's just not going to happen. No. So yeah, I would say it's self-sabotage to be quite honest. And I think if you are in this for the long haul and you do really want to have a lifestyle change, then you will start now and make even just the simplest of switches that will probably make January so much easier for you to go into and will stop the whole thought process of, oh, how am I going to undo the Christmas and, um, you know, get rid of all the Christmas pounds and all that kind of stuff. And you'll actually just be like, at least now I have a routine. I'm just going back to routine and going back to structure and that's it and nothing else to it really. It's just a normal, another normal couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that'll be me. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree with you. Like I, like I've had actually a few inquiries recently and like, again, their mindset is like that they've been driven by the whole, like, well, I have to start in the new year and I have to look good for summer. And then I have to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. And it's, they're stuck on this. Like it's, it's kind of like there's social pressure. It's mm. like, you know, when I see the whole fitness, when I see the word fitness, it gives me so much anxiety. Cause I'm like, why are you trying to make this like fitness, like, fitness Christmas I was like no just let you know enjoy the month of December as well but I think like yeah 100% you're setting yourself up for failure but again like I love failure because again it allows you to grow so now you know failure to an extent obviously um but 100% you're setting yourself you're setting unrealistic expectations you're going to give an all-or-nothing approach you're probably going to fail on day three so like just start now and it's, it's 100% because I'm and another thing is I suppose to consider is like if that goal is really important to you you'd probably start it now and again like if you're going to push it by you know whatever 31 days it doesn't clearly matter to you so I think like again I think people really need to be realistic with whatever goals are setting in January because like and I guess something I actually noticed I think um in recent uh, inquiries and I don't know whether you ever notice it um is when people say I need to lose weight I'm like you don't need to regardless of people's size like unless like from a health perspective I understand yeah people need to lose weight based on whatever like in BMI but again BMI is a whole different kettle of fish I don't want to get it even into some people think like oh my BMI is over like over when I'm like oh Jesus Christ but um BMI will only tell you so much but um yeah I feel people like feel like again they need to lose weight and I'm like you don't need to and then sometimes it's kind of like oh but I need to because I need to feel confident I'm like you probably don't need to feel lose body fat to feel confident. You just mm. probably need to work on your mindset. And again, 
your values and self-beliefs and as well again that comes back down to our kind of side of coaching is everything is mindset related I feel like it's just yeah I don't know whether you ever notice that or if you kind of notice those kind of like same similar like you know reasons why you're similar goals as well like people feel like they need to do it as well so yeah it's just, I suppose it's the whole kind of oh yeah it's coming up to this time of the year so that must it just automatically mean like you have to lose weight or um because they need to get back into the size they were like 10 years ago and it's like really you're that's probably not no like and I, I say these things quite bluntly but I try and say it in the best way like yeah, you're meant to be different to the way you were when you were 18 years of age like you're probably not meant to be look the exact same as you were eight or so years ago when you were a teenager and still growing um and again this whole idea of oh I've got this coming up how do I get leaner for it and I was like why do you want to like what is the difference you know and this the same with Christmas is like obviously the month of December you'll probably have a similar approach to me where I'm just saying to you know people to wrap up their diets really right now and just kind of stay at maintenance if you do have a lot going on and just enjoy the Christmas and then resume in January if you still want to diet and that's still a goal that you have that's Mm -hmm. kind of the perspective I'd have on it but it's you know it's one of these things where I think people feel again like they have to diet for something and it's like but why and with Christmas it's it's a, it's a couple of days. Like I know people have a little bit more going on, but I'm like, yeah, that Saturday night is not the whole week. And that Wednesday evening drinks is also not the whole week. So yeah, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Stevens is all of those are big days and big events, but that's one week. And I think people blow December way out of proportion because mm-hmm. up until Christmas week, you're still working. You're still doing exams. People are still in their office space. Like nothing really changes other than maybe an extra meal out that you don't usually have in normal times of the year um I think that's off people from starting as well because they're almost afraid to like tell their coach that like I'm going out on Saturday and like I don't know what to do and you're like do you think I'm a robot like that I just don't understand what it's like to eat out like no go and enjoy yourself and yeah I, I think with the whole December thing and needing to lose fat it's again it'll be January and everyone suddenly needs to lose fat whether they do or whether they don't and it's it's just following the whole like you're going to see promotions left right and center you're going to see the spam online in January is going to be absolutely insane with challenges and um events and all this kind of crap to lose weight and no one's going to talk about the building muscle side of things no one's going to talk about like mindset no one's going to talk about how do you actually feel after Christmas and it's all going to be geared towards fat loss so you're almost going to be forced through social media and through marketing to want fat loss. Even if you could not care for it and you have no desire to lose fat, you'll say you will every single Monday and then come February, that desire will just drop off and you'll be in the same position. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I totally agree with everything you said. And obviously like the whole, again, it's social media and it's the consumption of it and how that influences our decisions or our beliefs I suppose something that like I know you like you've said a lot is like obviously take everything as you see as a pinch of salt um so suppose like for anyone that's kind of like listening that's who kind of feels like they're consuming a lot of this information or perhaps like you know for anyone that might be following people that could be perhaps triggering triggering them in some way like what advice would you give someone because I suppose like some people kind of feel like oh it's okay for me to like look at all these like I've actually had to follow people now even though I don't get personally triggered by looking at lean physique so I know what I've looked like like lean um so I know some people who will follow people who will let's say if they see a certain physique and it triggers them that they kind of like no can't do that whatever but like I wouldn't follow people if I'm like Christ almighty like what am I getting out of this person like I'm literally mm-hmm. like not getting any benefit to following this person as well so 
but I suppose for anyone that kind of feels like they're lost in this kind of false world I don't know because I feel like a lot of people get so consumed by other people's lives and feel like that's the way I need to look oh I need to like you know eat what they eat because that's how I'm going to get results whatever so how because again it probably is now this is obviously not me saying it's obviously based on like research that has obviously been uh given because I was actually researching about two weeks ago and the fact that it is a younger female generation that will consume this information and feel like that's it obviously based on social media consumption that that's what they feel like their need their goal is to be and all that stuff so what advice would you give to like obviously because again young females is who are both of our audience would be in general so for the people that are kind of like maybe not even aware of who they're consuming or what they're consuming would you have any advice um to give them I think if you're on Instagram and you constantly find yourself scrolling through certain people's pages or profiles or your entire media is um lean physiques constantly and there's not really knowledge or information around it it's just leanness and unfortunately a lot of people don't understand even what misinformation is and it's us that can look at things and be like yeah I just know that that wasn't done in a healthy way or I just know that you can really only be that lean all year round if you're really not engaging in that healthy behaviors but a lot of people don't know this and so a lot of young girls are going to see this and think that's exactly what I want it's also something that I'm very conscious of when younger girls do come to me I'm so aware of who they're following online and exactly who as well and it it's something that I just say audit your Instagram and unfollow I'm like if you find yourself like literally looking at some like a girl online and this you know it's not to tear other girls down but it's saying if you are personally looking at an image and it's making you second guess yourself and you're starting to feel like you suddenly all of a sudden like have to change have to go to the gym have to lose weight is that actually health is that healthy no like you should be scrolling through Instagram and get like uplifted and come across information that's almost like you can take with you and you can say oh I learned something about protein today I learned something about how to do an exercise correctly like that's helpful information that's going to help you but being then in a position where you're like I have to do a photo shoot now because I've seen everyone do one and that's the only way that you can be lean and be happy it's like absolutely bloody not like no um I just think so like some people are more wrapped up in this and, and you do see this like people live for other people's stories and live for what they're doing on the daily and try live by them and with them in everything that they do which is frightening um I just think again if you are if you don't necessarily understand misinformation and you don't go out of your way to find the information yourself of what's true and what's not it's just if you are caught in this cycle of watching the same people every single day they lead you into this self-comparison trail where you're just feeling a bit down in yourself and then feeling poor in your own body unfollow like unfollow they don't care they do not know you you're not their friend more than likely and they're not going to notice and you're not a bad person for doing so and I've done the same before as well like I went through my Instagram and just been like look unfollow like it's it's they don't care if I unfollow they don't know who I am and at the end of the day it's just one less thing and one less minute of the day where I'm spent self second guessing myself um whether it's on a knowledge level or whether it's on a body level just just unfollow like you know you do you do have a responsibility to yourself to look after your own Instagram as well and and what you consume it's not all down to the person who's posting it is partly you as well because you have to click the follow button and you have to put yourself you put yourself into that position to consume their content so do the opposite press the unfollow and move forward yeah no it's actually something that I'm 
Saz and I talked about in whatever episode Saz uh, Saz Sarah Colby. Um, um, we all love Saz. Um, so it's something that actually we discussed in our podcast episode that like I was at the time I was petrified of posting the what I eat in a day because I knew that there's gonna be I know there's people that are gonna follow me already that are gonna be like that's what I need to eat and I know that um even if it's just one person like I I, I knew that and she was like but you need to realize like it's not always your responsibility to look after someone else in that scenario like I've over 10,000 people following me that's 10,000 bloody people that's petrifying so definitely even when I hit that number I was kind of like oh yeah this is great but like I was secretly petrified being like there's more people looking at me now and probably thinking like I'm going to be of, of an influence to them I'm like I'm not an influencer that's not who I am and I don't choose to be that like I'm a coach that's what I am born to do um but like, I totally agree with you. Like, you know, if you want an Instagram account, most likely, well, again, you should be an adult. So again, you have a choice in life to choose what you want to do. I think, again, people realize that in general life and social media consumption, but I think people like kind of forget, like they get lost into it and be like, oh, I actually have a choice to do this. You know, um, it's not like, you know, everyone here's the fat loss. You all need fat loss. It's like, no, you actually have a choice. What do you want to do with your body and what your mind? So again, it's, it, like I totally agree with everything that you like you said and I think like an Instagram audit for anyone that is like chilling on the couch this evening please go do it it'll honestly be so so beneficial for you um but like to slowly kind of wrap things up um and obviously as we're coming towards the end of the year um I suppose like um like what are some you know just to kind of again kind of talk a bit more about you now as well like is there any when you think back of 2021, now obviously we spent the most of it in lockdown. So let's just forget that. But I suppose like, is there any like, you know, really like amazing moments that you had, not even coaching wise, but even personal wise, is there any kind of like amazing things that happened to you that you kind of want to share? Or like even perhaps, is there any goals that you have set for yourself for 2022 or anything like that? Um, I, I think honestly, 2021 was a blur. Like, <laughs> I totally agree. I think it was a blur. Like, I'm still kind of like, did, did that year actually happen? Um, I think for me, honestly, a big personal goal was finishing my master's. I mm. cried my eyes out um, getting through that. So that for me and, and kind of not letting my coaching slide and take a dive, I think is my biggest achievement. Um, and just giving myself the opportunity to, to explore and and see what's out there um that's probably for me I, I don't think I've set too many goals yet for 2022 usually at the very end of 2021 I, I'll write down a couple of things um but I think just keep it going as I'm going you know I'm, I'm happy to I'm I am definitely like I need to know what's going to happen but um I also just am kind of like trying to be more in the present um so yeah I wouldn't say any anything really springs to mind but going to keep coaching going to keep doing the both going to keep exploring um and hopefully work with a lot more women in 2022 um but yeah I would say the biggest thing for 2021 is um seeing coaching continue to grow but complete my master's was definitely definitely a cherry on top oh amazing yeah I think like I think consistency is a goal in itself like again people feel like a goal needs to be like very like outcome based it has to be x mm -hmm. y it's like it doesn't have to be like I like it's I'm a firm believer in that consistency could you know again as you evolve and obviously like you further educate yourself as well through 
obviously like the uh, muscle mentors EIQ is obviously what I've seen as well because I'm I'm yeah. in EIQ as well Um, still have so many lectures too but anyway we'll, we'll worry about that another time um, self-paced learning self-paced learning but, oh it's honestly self-paced learning oh Jesus I'm so so bad for it but um, but Grania any final words um, to anyone is there anyone obviously any final advice you kind of give to anyone whether it be kind of like thinking about you know, hiring hiring a coach like one of us, or you know, just in general, like this was like as we come into this Christmas period. Um, you know, is there any advice you give to anyone that based on the topics that we've discussed? Um, if I was to round it up, I would say, don't be afraid of getting a coach. Like you said, do your research. Um, have a conversation with them. See what people can offer you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't base it off Instagram solely. Please don't. Um, enjoy your Christmas. Don't feel pressurized to diet into Christmas or after even for that matter. Um, Enjoy your Christmas, relax, chill out, finish out 2021 strong and just bring yourself into 22 with a strong, positive mindset and you will be just fine. I love it. That is a lovely, lovely way to wrap up. But Grania, thank you so much for being on this uh, podcast episode, but also well done. You've completed your first podcast episode. (laughs) Alive. I hope people have actually made it to the end. Ah, they will, they will, they will. But guys, um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode with Grania. So um, if you want to follow Grania, I will leave her Instagram um handle in the show notes as well. So um, if you guys want to go and follow her, because again, she d- develops some incredible content. And if you do like my style of coaching, you will definitely very much uh like hers as well. So any information in regards to if you did want to be coached by Grania. I'll leave all those details in the show notes as well. But Grania, again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks a million for having me. I've really enjoyed it.